Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. How did we get in this mess where we don't know our history and what are the consequences of not knowing our past? We're going to be talking about it today on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead, and our very special guest is Tim Gagline. He authored a book called Toward a More Perfect Union. He is the vice president of government relations with focus on the family in Washington, D.C. And Tim, I want to begin with chapter three of your book, interestingly titled Original Zen with a Z. Tell us what that book is about. You actually um, talk about how history got changed. Um, most people haven't heard of this individual by the name of Howard Zinn. Yeah, let me just throw a quote in here, Matt, that he's got. It said, civil disobedience is not our problem. Our problem is civil obedience. What is Howard Zinn? Who is he, by the way? And what does he mean by that, Tim? Well, I'm so uh, thrilled to start our conversation uh, with uh, with one of the most malevolent uh, uh, actors uh, in, of American history. He is called Howard Zinn, and he is the architect of much of this disinformation of American history. He uh, was the author of, I'm sorry to say, the most used American textbook of American history of the, of the latter part of the 20th century. And the untold damage, um, uh, not of history, because ultimately, although he flew under that banner of history, it was not uh, based uh, on facts. It was based on opinions. And uh, those opinions, of course, were his own. Is he so, Marxist by? Yes, absolutely. He was a neo-Marxist. And he wanted to, he said, transform American history. And his goal was to denounce Western civilization and, of course, to convince his students to reject it. Uh, marred, as he said it was, and I'm quoting him now, by the religion of popes, the government of kings, the frenzy of money. I mean, this is how he thinks of the United States and, and Western civilization. And so the bottom line is that, among other things, the so-called historian Howard Zinn states that America became involved, for instance, in World War II to protect what he said were the imperial interests of the United States. I mean, this kind of rhetoric he goes on and on and on with, and he ends up tarnishing the entire American story and ultimately tarnishing uh, the entire uh, history of America for several generations of American students who relied on his so-called textbook for the American story. But well, he him, was a professor at Spelman College in the history and social science and actually chair of that department and also a professor of history at Boston University. He authored a book in 1980 called A People's History of the United States, a socialist uh, reimagining of America's history. He also had an, a, com a companion volume that he wrote called A Young People's History of the United States. He did that in 2009, and 
This is a part of this reconstruction of American history that we're now seeing come to roost at, at this stage with some of the deconstruction, the wokeism that we're seeing now. The answer is absolutely yes. Howard Zinn's version of history, and I set this out, as you say, in a whole chapter in my book, Toward a More Perfect Union, his version of history is now the dominant one that's being taught in our education system. Uh, there is a really remarkable scholar, unlike Howard Zinn, and her name is Mary Graber. And uh, I uh, quote her extensively in the book because she did a fabulous job of reading all uh, of what Howard Zinn wrote. Uh, and as a honest, excellent American historian, her conclusion was that Zinn's propaganda has been spectacularly effective. Uh, she said that his dishonest American history is not the only factor uh, in America's, you know, turn away from their heritage, our heritage of freedom uh, towards communist fantasies. But, and she shows this very effectively, Matt and Holly, she shows that he has been instrumental in this destructive transformation uh, that we're talking about in the way that young people no longer understand basic American history, basic American culture. Mm -hmm. And as our founders made, made very clear, uh, this is very thin ice for the, uh, for the future of uh, freedom and liberty. I mean, to say that a poll showing that 61% of Americans aged 18 to 24 have a positive reaction to the word socialism compared to 58% for capitalism, that's very telling right there. And for to allow someone like Howard Zinn to infiltrate our children's textbook is tragic. I, I could not agree more. And I want to bridge into, and I think I'm almost morally obliged to do it in a great conversation like this. It's important to say that the ultimate goal of cancel culture and items such as the 1619 Project, uh, and, and I, I deal with the 1619 Project, which like Howard Zinn, is having a terrible uh, influence and, and parents and grandparents and churches and communities should be very well aware of people like Zen and things like the 1619 Project. It's to destroy America's foundations through ignorance and disinformation and essentially to create an entirely different nation that no longer embodies the principles of the Declaration of Independence or the Constitution. In fact, uh, Holly, uh, the primary author of the 1619 Project, her name is Nicole Hannah-Jones. Uh, I want to very, very briefly quote her. She said that the fight over the 1619 Project, ready for this? She says, is not about history. It is about memory. And so what is, hmm. what is our conclusion? It's to get rid of old memory and a new memory must be created, which is what the far left is doing. Well, mainly we're talking about public education and all this is going on in these public schools. What is your answer, Tim, right. to what's happening? Yeah, your last chapter, it's got a question. So what can parents do? What is mm -hmm. the step forward? What's the way forward? I'm thrilled you asked this as well, because I did not want to write a book based in complaint. I wanted to write a book that said, here are all the problems. Here is what we need to know. And then I want to spend two thirds of the book talking about solutions. And, and if I had to synthesize 
Uh, the answer to your question, it is the following. The battle for the soul of our nation, it seems to me, begins in our homes, which then hopefully transforms our schools and then restores the proper teaching of American history and civics. In other words, the temptation is to start in Washington, to start in Silicon Valley, to start in Hollywood or Wall Street, to start so-called at the top of the apex of culture. But as Christians and end conservatives, we need to negate that temptation. And we need to start at places that are most local to us, in our family, in our church, in our community, in our neighborhoods. This is where true restoration and renewal and generation will take place. So start teaching our children at home the truth. By all means, absolutely yes. It begins closest to us and not further away. Well, Tim Gagline is our guest, and he has authored this very important book called Toward a More Perfect Union. The subtitle is The Moral and Cultural Case for Teaching the Great American Story. It goes chapter by chapter about some of the startling information about what has happened, uh, who was behind the deconstruction of history, and the consequences that we're seeing. But also in these chapters, as you have said, Tim, you point the way forward, and you're right. It's easy for us to look to our politicians in Washington, D.C., or even on the state level, and certainly we need to be involved and make our voice known, but we cannot neglect the home. That's where it begins. Learn about what's happening, read this book, and then get other good educational resources because the education that your children are getting today, even in many Christian schools, I'm sad to say, is not the kind of education that your parents or grandparents received in the early days of our educational system. It has dramatically changed with significant consequences. You can get the book Toward a More Perfect Union at Amazon, and also you can also order it at faithfacts.com. That's faithfacts.com. Thank you, Tim, for joining us on Faith and Freedom. It's been a real joy. Thank you, Matt and Holly. God Thank bless. Thank you, Tim. God bless. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org, where you can obtain email alerts and other information to keep you informed and involved. The website again, lc.org. You can also call us at 407-875-1776. Again, that phone number, 407-875-1776.